Hi there, my name is R.C. Babian. I'm with FamilyVoiceOvers.com. You're listening to a podcast from one of my personal and best friends in the world, Christ is All with Frank Viola. And to love the God And to fear the flame And to burn the crowd that has a name Well, 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 hello, fun seekers. Welcome in to another edition of the Christ is All podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about my unforgettable meeting with A.W. Tozer. But before I do, I want to thank all of you who have recently subscribed in iTunes. Just three days ago, this podcast hit number two in the Christianity category on iTunes. And not only was that crazy... Joel Osteen had the number one spot. Not only was that insane, but it was extremely honoring, humbling, and it really helps other people to find the show. Anytime this podcast or any podcast is in the top 10 in the Christianity category, iTunes promotes it. Now, if you have an Apple device, whether an iPhone, a tablet, etc., you can subscribe in iTunes. And I have directions, step-by-step directions spelled out at frankviola.org forward slash podcast. And you'll see, if you scroll down, the step-by-step instructions. If you don't have an Apple device, you can still subscribe through Podbean or RSS feed, and those options are on that page as well. Now, those of you who have read my books are familiar with Aiden Wilson Tozer, otherwise known as A.W. Tozer, at least on some level. I've mentioned him numerous times in my blog, and I quote him often in my books. Tozer was a giant in my eyes. Now, let me explain the title of this podcast episode. Tozer passed away before I was born. However, I did meet him. Once. In a striking dream, I had the morning of August 28th, 2014. In the dream, I was at someone's home. There were many people there, and I was sitting on the floor, and Tozer was in a chair. His wife was near him. The dream was odd in that Tozer was alive, but on one level in my consciousness I knew that he had passed away. So I suppose I was transported back in time. He was going to teach me all that he had learned, and I was just incredibly thrilled because I had found an old man from which to learn. An old man that was credible, trustworthy, who had deep spiritual insight and an authentic walk with the Lord. And so there was a real joy in my heart, having met Tozer, knowing that he was going to spend time with me and share all that he had learned. He wasn't insecure, he didn't have an ego problem, and thus he would not become a javelin-tossing Saul. Somehow I sensed his heart. He wanted to pass on the riches he had unearthed, with the hopes that those younger would someday surpass him. And that is a true mark of a spiritual father, by the way. The willingness to spend time with younger people who have a call of God in their life, and the desire to see those younger people surpass them. Now, in the dream, Tozer was very happy that I had found him. Somehow, he was 
vaguely familiar with my ministry, and based on that, he was eager to spend time with me. As we talked, he mentioned another man, a contemporary of his. The man had outshined Tozer in popularity, but that man was much poorer spiritually than Tozer was. Tozer didn't speak ill of the man, but I knew he was discouraged because of the low state of spiritual things during his day. He felt like a lone, unheard prophet, outshined by those who had a cheaper message than his. And as he was speaking about this, I began to weep, knowing that in my time he really wasn't alive, but in the dream he was. And so I told him that he's more popular today in 2014 than he ever was when he was living on this earth. I explained that his Twitter page alone has over 200,000 followers, and his books were being read by thousands of hungry Christians. And as I began to share this, his wife, who was sitting next to him, began to tear up. And I can tell that Tozer was visibly touched. Well, at that moment, the dream ended, and I woke up. And I have to tell you, friends, I was grieved upon waking. I was grieved because Tozer was no longer here. Uh, I'm sure you've had the experience of a dream that seems so real that maybe a desire of yours that has never come up to the conscious level is broadcast on the screen of your mind. And then you wake up to realize that what you saw wasn't reality. I couldn't send him an email. I couldn't request an in-person meeting. The dream could not be fleshed out, at least not with A.W. Tozer. I also grieve because of the spiritual state of the body of Christ today. And that is something I often talk about on my blog and in my books. Not just to make a critique, but to provide solutions. And those of you who are familiar with my work know that 90% of my work offers solutions. 10% offers objective critique. But the fact of the matter is that the spiritual state of the body of Christ today is far lower than it was in Tozer's day. And during his day, it wasn't anything to write home about. As I said before, he was not as popular as he is today. However, many of you, and I know I'm talking to many of you who are in your 20s and 30s, many 20s and 30s are not familiar with Tozer. And this doesn't apply to you who are listening to this because I know that you are an exception to what I'm about to say, but the vast majority of Christian people in their 20s and 30s are chasing the celebrity preachers and pastors that are popular, even popular in pop culture today. In fact, with rare exception, a minister of the gospel is not going to be successful in the eyes of the world unless they are a person of pop culture. And I can list on one hand the five people who have taken the tidal wave of Christians in their 20s and 30s, and regrettably, their gospel, their message is much more shallow than that of an A.W. Tozer. And the reason why so many young people are following them is because of image and because their friends are doing it. And that's one of the reasons why I so appreciate this audience. I believe that God is raising up a remnant of those who have gone beyond evangelical into the deeper journey. And A.W. Tozer is one of those pioneers upon whose shoulders we stand. I also grieve because I can't think of a single old man who nears the spiritual stature of Tozer who would be willing to spend time with young men or young women in the Lord's work to tutor them, to mentor them, to train them, to pass on the riches that they have unearthed 
in Jesus Christ. I cannot think of one. And by the way, before you start dropping names of old men, or old women for that matter, who are of the stature of a Jesse Penn Lewis, a Mary McDonough, a Ruth Paxson, a Margaret Barber, and if these names are not familiar to you, they should be. To pass on the deep things of God to younger people. But before you start dropping names, note my words, near the spiritual stature of Tozer and accessible to young men in ministry. And I will add a caveat. They've checked their ego at the door. They are not insecure and hence will not become a javelin throwing Saul. I personally know of no one who fits that twofold criteria today, and my ear is very close to the ground on these things. Nevertheless, if there is such a one, I sure would like to know about it. All told, the dream provoked me to pick up a book that I had read many years ago that's been collecting dust in one of my libraries. It is called The Pursuit of God, The Life of A.W. Tozer, and I have a link to that book on today's podcast episode which you can find at frankviola.org forward slash Tozer. Thankfully, in flipping through the pages of the book, I had highlighted parts that I found significant when I'd read it. It was said of Tozer that he can say much more in 15 minutes than most preachers can say in an hour. And having read and heard him, I don't doubt that for a second. Here are some choice quotes by Tozer that I have quoted in some of my blog posts and in some of my books. Quote, In our fallen life, there is a strong gravitational pull toward complexity and away from the thing simple and real. There seems to be a kind of sad inevitability back of our morbid urge toward spiritual suicide. Only by prophetic insight, watchful prayer, and hard work can we reverse the trend and recover the departed glory. If Christianity is to receive a rejuvenation, It must be by other means than any now being used. If the church in the second half of the 20th century, and that's the century in which he lived, is to recover from the injuries she suffered in the first half, there must appear a new type of preacher. The proper rule of the synagogue type will never do. Neither will the priestly type of man who carries out his duties, takes his pay and asks no questions nor the smooth-talking pastoral type who knows how to make the Christian religion acceptable to everyone. And these have been tried and found wanting. Another kind of religious leader must arise among us. He must be of the old prophet type, a man who has seen visions of God and has heard a voice from the throne. When he comes and I pray God, there will not be one but many. He will stand in flat contradiction to everything our smirking, smooth civilization holds dear. He will contradict, denounce, and protest in the name of God and will earn the hatred and opposition of a large segment of Christendom. And by the way, he's not talking also about people who profess to be prophetic, who are verbally abusive and emotionally abusive and use profanity in their sermons and in their day-to-day conversation. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about people who have been gripped by a vision of the Lord Jesus Christ, of God's eternal purpose in him, who have seen the ecclesia, and who have seen the bride, the body, the house, and the family of God with matchless vision and a burning passion. God's central thought and a return to those things will in fact run against the grain of pop celebrity Christianity today. 
And finally, another quote by Tozer. I am looking for the fellowship of the burning heart. I claim the Methodist and the Baptist as mine, and I claim everybody that loves Jesus Christ as mine. But I am looking for the fellowship of the burning heart. Men and women of all generations and everywhere that love the Savior until until adoration has become the new word, and they do not have to be entertained or amused. This Christ was everything. He was their all in all. I am looking for men and women who are lost in worship, those who love God until he is the sweetheart of the soul. Well, sisters and brothers, may the tribe of A.W. Tozer increase. For such, it's rather lonely out here, but I believe the tide is turning. Thanks again for listening. Again, I want to remind you to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, or if you don't have an Apple device and any of the other subscribe venues that we have on the page, Again, just go to frankviola.org forward slash podcast and all the information will be there for you. Until next time, be good. It's the song that burns.